Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we not only teach you how to uh, make money, but also how to save money. And on today's episode, we have a world traveler, uh, originally from Italy, currently in Australia. I actually met him back in Vancouver, BC, Canada in person, and now have the pleasure of interviewing him uh, through the power of Google Hangouts, YouTube, and iTunes. And we actually record these shows on Google Hangouts, and they get broadcast on video through YouTube, so you can watch this video version, or you can actually listen to the audio version on iTunes. So make sure you check out both. And uh, I, I got the pleasure of interviewing Jacob about his travels. Uh, Jacob, to start off with, um, why don't we get to know you a little bit better? If you want to share a little bit about your background, where you're from, and how did you get so passionate about travel? Hi, Ricky. Thank you very much, uh, first of all, for asking me uh, to talk about my travels. Um, I start, started a long way back when I was 19, even before. I always wanted to. I always had the passion of uh, of traveling, and uh, I remember since talking with my parents when I was very young. I always had the passion of uh, see the world, exploring new things, and uh, challenging a little bit my um, my perception of the world. Uh, I grew up in a kind of a medium-sized town in the north of Italy, uh, but it's by the time that I was 19, I decided that it was time for me to. So I did my first two trips. Uh, were a big thing for me. It was a really big thing for everybody else uh, that I know. Um, I went twice to the to the U.S. Uh, was my dream. I grown up with the American dream to go to California, so I went to California twice actually. And um, when I came back the second time, I realized that um, I wanted to find out more. I wanted to see how it is not only to pass through places and see. Uh, landmarks and take pictures but actually to live in a different places so I took my first step and I went to live in London about one and a half year and then true story when the second winter was approaching I thought I'm not gonna spend another winter in London uh, I wanted to a change of, uh, of, uh, of, of climate and also change of um, uh, environment so I, I flew all the way to Australia and that's uh, almost six years ago, I started to uh, travel uh, around uh, Australia, and then I went to Asia, and then uh, went to South America, Central America, uh, North America. I stayed in Vancouver where we met, and then back to Asia, and now back to Australia. It's been a long trip. So uh, out of all of those travels, it's been an amazing journey around the world, literally, uh, you've been on. What are some of your favorite cities, countries, continents, destinations? Anything that really stands out in terms of memories or experiences, Jacob? So let me let me think. It's uh, it's one of the nice questions that a lot of people ask me, and it always gets me. Actually, it gets me more to think about all the experiences that I had. For sure, one um, of the best experiences was the uh, five day um, with some friends in Mongolia on a jeep, and that was that was an incredible experience. Not only for this uh, um, sleeping in a in a tent for five consecutive nights or not even being able to take a shower for five nights. I do remember that. But it was fantastic, the, the, the place where I was, and just see these very isolated places with people who had an entirely different life from anything that I've been grown up. It's, it was just completely um, a new experience for me to just see people who were still living in a tent with animals and be happy with what they had for sure something that stands out in my as a memory of travel and i've been to a lot of countries that um, i found very interesting like china uh, and i think it's such a huge country that require 
so many other trips to see everything. Uh, it's just so much more that I want to see. And same thing happened for me for uh, Japan, for example. I've been only to come back. And for all the Americas as well, it's, uh, uh, as you are probably now, is a very, very big continent, all South America, all the Central, Central America, Caribbean, it's, it's, everything is really, really, I only spent a few months in South America, it's definitely another place that I would love to visit, and also Colombia, I've heard many good things uh, about Colombia as well. Yeah, you know, I'm actually in Medellin, Colombia, which is a big digital nomad uh, hub. And it's actually uh, Independence Day here in Colombia. So if you're just watching, if you're just listening to this, there's actually a Colombian flag right behind me. Uh, that's why. Okay, now I get it. <laughs> Uh, the people are very patriotic here, uh, so they, they put out the flag and, uh, you know, it was very appropriate. It's, and it's kind of funny, I'm actually Indian, my background's Indian. I'm actually wearing a Filipino uh, shirt, if you see that, it's Philippines. And I'm here in Medellin, Colombia, talking to an Italian who's currently in Australia. What an amazing world we live in, right? And we met in Vancouver, if you want to add yes. one more. Add one more, exactly. Uh, so tell us also about the, the challenges. Um, a lot of people share the good stuff on social media, but uh, maybe you can share some of the struggles that you faced as a traveler um, for the last few years. Yes. Um, so, well, as, a, as a, the, world, the entire world of, um, of social media is something I'm still not uh, very good at, to be honest. I started a website mostly as almost everybody that I talk to just to keep friends updated on my movement and on my thoughts and what I was doing and what I will be doing the next weeks just as a general sharing my my feelings about it and um, that was back five years ago with the time sort of my idea evolved a little bit and I am uh, I'm uh, uh, good parts about specific uh, part of uh, traveling some uh, let's let's say not common places to go and this is one thing that really um got me thinking a lot of the times where some parts where not many people go for example traveling in china some of the places just people don't go if they go there's only few and nobody writes about them so there's a lot of potential for that um and i like to give uh, advice to how to do specific parts of a trip in sometimes because that's sometimes when you're in that situation and you're looking for information you just cannot find it you just can find uh, information about from a website from let's say sometimes forum or from uh, the tourism of a certain country uh, but not specific of how to do that uh, that's something that I thought this actually I can help uh, travelers in uh, who actually come to these areas and are facing the same questions that I have been facing and writing about it would actually uh, make the, make a difference. And I'm learning as the time goes to um, uh, to improve my ability with uh, with social media. I am uh, I have to say honestly and personally, it's kind of hard for me because I've this I've been so much with uh, with social media. Uh, I prefer I like like I've done. Um, while I was living in Vietnam to just um, take my motorbike and go for a ride for a few days and have absolutely no contact with anybody else. And um, as I was practicing my Vietnamese, I noticed that I talked to many more people than I would. And that's something that I really like in some situation. I think that it's always been important for me to find the balance 
uh, between uh, the time that I spent uh, on the social media and the time that I spent uh, without it. Uh, you know, a lot of people have the struggles. They have the struggles uh, of lack of time, lack of money. So tell us a little bit about how you've funded your travels and how do you generate income while you're traveling around the world, uh, Jacob? So, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, one of the most interesting questions that I've been asked a lot and that I ask a lot to all the travelers that I meet like me. Uh, for me, idea of traveling and be able to sustain my own travels that's that's that was my always been my goal um before i had a website i had to think about how can i make how can i make a living and uh, learned from a lot from talking to a lot of locals from um meeting people through couch surfing uh, i many locals then find out found out in different countries that i was what was the best way uh, how I could find a job, um, all the information that I needed uh, to in order to survive in a country and then figure out uh, my best chance to find a job uh, in this country or in this other country. And basically adapt and slowly life in a new environment in, with um, you know, everything, new people, sometimes not knowing anyone in a city. And uh, this is one of the greatest ability that um, traveling taught me is uh, to be able to get to a place where you don't know anyone and be able to start your own life, finding a place, uh, finding a place to live, finding a job, finding uh, where to eat, what to eat, how to buy things. These are all things that honestly, there is no from that. You can you can look for it in the internet, and uh, I did, and it gives me a lot of information, and is really helpful. Uh, but you know, if uh, somebody's planning to do that, you will get into struggles. There is always a part where you will struggle at the beginning. You will just feel like nothing is working out and you can't find uh, what you're looking for. And maybe you're running short on your finances. And it's a step that many people um, actually go through and we all go past that point. I've uh, talked to a few people who are really about to say, well, you know, I'm going to leave everything and just go back to my country. And I've talked to many people and saying, just, I know it sounds hard, but just keep, keep, um, keep looking. And, um, and this is definitely one of the biggest challenge that, um, that one have to face. Uh, if you want, if you want to choose to live a life in this way, there's a lot of moments where you feel uh, inevitably alone. Uh, you can have a lot of friends if you're, uh, but if you are on your own in a city where you have to find your way around, you feel alone. Nobody can help you. There are a lot of obviously people behind you. Um, you know, I've been uh, very, very lucky to always have a family behind me, and that is something I'll be always uh, grateful for. Um, and that is uh, something that sometimes we just don't think about. It's like even if something, anything goes bad in my life, I still have a family who, who can help me and can give me support. And that's a very, very important thing to have in the back and give me strength even in the times that uh, stuff is not, is not just working out, nothing is working out. So um, this is definitely one of the, of the main struggles that, uh, that people have to face um, uh, doing the sort of life that I'm doing while traveling a long time. 
So uh, you've mentioned um, things like couchsurfing. Um, you know, that's actually how we met uh, through couchsurfing. And then you ended up coming to one of my travel events, travel meetups. And then you ended up even speaking about couchsurfing at my meetup. Um, so obviously, that's a great way to uh, budget and uh, travel uh, low cost. Uh, tell us about some of the other ways that you're able to save money and uh, extend your travels uh, by saving and budgeting. Um, it took me quite some time to to figure this out. Uh, one of the one of the things that I can recommend uh, to every everyone is keep uh, and be realistic about um, what how much you have uh, and how you are using what you have. Um, what this is one of the things that I that I've learned in some situations um, when I'm traveling. I just have to decline invitations to, uh, um, let's say, to do things sometimes to um, to something that I would not be able to afford. I would be able to afford that, but I know the the sacrifices that I would have to do afterwards on other things. So um, that is that is one uh, that is one of the things that I learned uh, with budgeting everything. Uh, try. I'm not gonna say just not spending, not spending anything, but keep an eye on what you actually need and what you're taking and you're using as an extra you know so this is a very important distinction that it grows with time the more you travel and uh, not everybody has from the beginning uh, you have to always keep uh, reminding yourself that what you need is first of all to have a place to sleep and a place to eat these are the things that you work and your and everything goes towards that and everything that is aside of that it can be an extra so if you you have to always be constantly um, aware of, uh, of what you're doing, how you are using what you have. And I, it, to me, it really helped the moment that I start to write down. Uh, the moment that I really start to write down my expenses and um, uh, my options and um, I'm a very, I've, I don't know, I grew up with a very math mathematical like uh, mindset. So when I see numbers, then I, I get me like a, a, an idea where where I'm heading? If can I do that? Can I not do that? If I do that, uh, that means that I I don't have to do this and this. So that's for sure uh, one of the things that uh, many people ask me about. How how can you afford to travel for so long? Is one of the main the first thing that I tell them is I learned uh, through time and through experience how to control myself and what I make when I'm uh, I'm uh, using my uh, my finances for. This is one of the key uh, points. And then. As you said, through couch surfing, it's uh, it's very helpful because you get to meet uh, locals and local people who live in the same place where you are are facing the same challenges and the same problems that you have. So if you are stuck into going it because that's the one that you recognize from back home and that's the same one that they, they have in here so i'm going to that supermarket well talking to locals they will be like no way why are you going there you know like nobody would go there why don't you go to this one instead it's a local market where um everybody goes and you get the same thing and the same quality and it's much cheaper and so it's like uh one of the uh, one of the reasons that i love is that because i really get how locals are facing the same problems that i face and uh, some of them you realize that some of the problems you face they they are not uh, have any problem with and they can give you advice and uh, and uh, and that helps a lot in budgeting or at least in making you understand how is their budget and how is your budget the city thinking that your budget is a 
is uh, how much you're gonna spend for a living in a month. You spend that. If somebody is, uh, let's say, living in Europe like I was, or living in Vancouver, and would go to live uh, here in Sydney, well, how do you know exactly how how much you're you're expecting to pay for your rent or uh, uh, for the expenses that uh, are associated with living in a big city that is not in your country? And that Couchsurfing helps you a lot on that and talking to locals about uh, immediately uh, about, you know, uh, what is the best place to find a place to live, how to find it, what websites do I use, how do I, uh, how do I go around the city and uh, all of that. I think it's, it's a huge help um, and it's very important to have uh, always a local's point of view on, on, on life in the city where you are. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, you know, when you're here in Colombia and we're traveling in South America, one of the things I do is actually like crowdsource um, answers for people. Uh, who should we meet in um, Colombia, in Brazil, in Argentina, in Peru, in Chile? And people give me feedback. Uh, Go meet that person, meet that person. And they tag people. And that's been a great way of me meeting people. I've used Couchsurfing as well. That's a great way. Meetups, uh, meetup.com is another great way. And, uh, you know, just staying in hostels and, um, you know, Staying in the like Airbnbs, uh, there, there are some great ways that you can connect with the local people, and uh, that's not what travel is all about: connecting with people. Absolutely, I totally agree with that. <laughs> so, uh, tell us about your vision going forward. Um, yeah, you know, um, at the time of this interview, you're actually based in Sydney. You have some relatives, some family there. Uh, where do you see yourself in the next few months and the next few years in terms of your life, your business, and your travels? Very interesting question. I'm asking myself as well. Um, as uh, as you probably know, I've been uh, <coughs> right now before coming to Sydney. I was about one and a half year in Asia. Um, I lived in Vietnam for uh, uh, one year, and I really love it. And I do love Asia. And I feel there's so much like to explore in uh, in there. So f for sure, at some point, and I'm not sure how long I'm going to stay exactly in Sydney, but the next step will be still towards uh, going back to Asia, although it's um, uh, at this stage because my plans change very quickly. And <laughs> I have to say, if this will be the generic, the, the, like the, the idea that I have right now. And um, in, the, in the next years, I'll be trying always to keep um, writing on my website and uh, try to improve my ability in the social media. And um, yeah, but for the for the website, I'm sure that I'm going to uh, to stick to it because um, that's and if if I can give a little advice on on uh, anyone who would like to write uh, something connected to your travels, a blog where you feel um, you want to share your experience uh, with the world, um, I can just my little advice is that to treat your website or your blog as a friend, but not as an obligation, you know, because uh, it's not, I'm not, I don't feel, I never felt obliged to times that I don't feel like writing. And that has kept me and my website going for five years. And that's me. I know that um, everybody has got, some people just want to share more, some people want to share less. Uh, but just, it's not, it's about feeling uh, free to uh, express yourself and to uh, share parts of your life whenever you feel comfortable and whatever you think they're meaningful um, for other people to read as well. Uh, sometimes I go through uh, spells of a few weeks uh, without uh, writing anything on my, on my website and that's okay because I, 
forced to do it will be the moment that I write did less and I've never felt like that so I know that I can, I'm gonna keep going uh, for uh, for sometimes uh, for some time with my with my website and we'll see um, where the next uh, month next year are going to bring me for sure I'm um, interested in living in many other countries uh, this is um, more than more than visit I have to say that one of the in recent years I've been very proud to say and to think that that I can uh, that I could experience life in um, in what is it probably six countries now in the last six years, and that was my that was exactly what I wanted from traveling. It was living in countries, have an idea of the culture and the lifestyle of people away from uh, from my own. So I'm very proud of that, and I think that in the future, uh, my life will bring me towards that direction. Yeah, and uh, I can totally agree on that too. I've transitioned from the tourist, um, you know, like uh, going to all the sightseeing, all the monuments, to really integrating into the local culture. Like uh, here in Medellin, uh, we're going to be renting an apartment, and it's super cheap. I mean, you can rent an apartment here for like 250 to 300 US dollars for the entire month. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a, it's a really cheap uh, place to uh, live in. And um, because it's uh, so cheap and economical, uh, you can actually stay longer and extend your journey and actually really get to know the locals. Like I'm learning Spanish. Spanish now and um, that's what I think that's what travel is about in, in as opposed to sightseeing tourism and checking off items on the bucket list absolutely absolutely agree I'm glad to hear that you learn Spanish <laughs> I have a long way to go a long way to go shout out to my teacher I, I learn all Learn languages that's something for sure <laughs> Yeah, shout out to my teacher, Alvaro. He's actually in Peru and he's teaching me even uh, today, earlier today, I actually had a Spanish lesson. So I'm getting there. It's, it's tough work. Uh, so Jacob, um, there might be someone who's listening or watching this podcast and they're still in their home country. They might be in Italy. They might be in Canada, where I'm from. They might be in Australia and they're actually thinking, how do I leave? How do I leave from Sydney where I've always lived, always grown up, got married here, living in the suburbs, and they want to leave? but they just don't know where to start. So what would you tell that person who's listening or watching right now? I would tell them that there are many people who were in that situation and who took the first step and are actually living this life. Um, this is also one of the, the um, things I wanted to share with, with the world about, uh, about my life is that I also started in a small, city where the idea of just going around the world and working and make a living in different countries was just not possible. I remember that when I left at 19, that the first trip I took in the, U in the US, there was not a single person that I knew who was supporting me. Everybody was telling me that it was a crazy idea. Everybody, everybody. So um, if you want one, for one big advice, if you've never been outside of your country, outside of your city, my advice is take a few trips of a few weeks. Take, go step by step because this will help you a lot um, to have an idea, first of all, how to uh, the first days in a new country, uh, what, is, what your priorities are. Um, take few trips out, outside of your country before leaving everything. I think it will give you a, a big advantage. Um, and then if you want to start a sort of lifestyle living abroad for quite uh, a few times, a few months, there are certain things that you have to keep in mind. There are some things that 
you will lose from living in your own country, in your own city. You'll gain something new, but some things you will lose. There's a, uh, I lost a lot of a lot, a lot of friends that I had um, back to my in my hometown. I have only few friends left. I have gotten many, many more friends uh, uh, from people for sure create changes the relationship then you eventually you see which ones are the real friends the one who really care uh for you that they will keep in contact with you um even if you're living very far okay so don't be afraid of that and um remember especially if you if you have a family that it's a big help that you will always have um with you and yeah just uh, I think this is the advice that I can give. Just just take a few trips outside. Um, read a lot about where you're going. Um, get, have idea of where you're going and meet locals. Get ready to meet lo locals, people to help you out, uh, to do all of that. And it doesn't matter if everybody else is telling you that it's a crazy idea. You know, don't... I'm not saying just drop everything from one day to the other and go on the other side of the world, you know. But notice in um, you know if you're coming from a small uh, town anywhere, usually go out. For sure, for them it will be very very hard to picture the to have an idea of what that means to just go to another country. So for sure the the entire idea for them will be crazy. They will think it's a crazy idea to do. It is not. Many people have done it, and many people could do it. Uh, it takes some time to actually get to the, the perfect lifestyle that you want living in another country. You will face a lot of troubles. You have to face them sometimes yourself. Uh, but again, think that people uh, like me have been through difficult times and struggles. And we have been through that. And uh, I can say that if this is what you uh, really want, you can be very happy about the life that you that you have. Like I, I can say that I've been very lucky that I took this first step, and I never regret the to having taken that, that step to just go outside and and put myself out into the world. I never regret that, and uh, I earned so much from the experiences. It completely changed me, my view of everything, my view of the world, and. Uh, so there's many who have done it before, and you can definitely do it if this is what you really want. Yeah, I love that advice uh, because at the end of the day, if someone else can do it, so can you. And I think um, I really believe that. And before I started my journey, our family journey, I actually studied, interviewed, um, uh, listened to podcasts, watched videos, read blog posts about other travelers who actually were able to make it either you know on a budget travel like you're doing or as family travel like we're doing and that really inspired me and that's part of the reason I do these interviews now is to show that it is possible to travel no matter what stage of your life you're in whether you're single married divorce whether you're doing budget travel luxury travel whether you're digital nomad whether you're doing working holidays whether you're doing couch surfing hitchhiking backpacking uh, Airbnb get literally the options are endless and that's why I keep doing these interviews because every story is so unique so different and so powerful so Jacob I wanted to just thank you for sharing your story with our viewers and listeners today thank you very much to you and I hope that many more travelers will share their own experience and that many more 
people will realize that uh, life uh, traveling, like you said, in different ways and uh, the, with the condition that you choose and sometimes with your family or with your partner is possible and there's an entire community who can uh, help in uh, the tough moments. Yeah, exactly. And there will be tough moments. It's not always margaritas on the beach. There'll be struggles mentally, emotionally, relationally. There'll be struggles financially. But you can make it through because other people have done it and so can you. So, Jacob, uh, to end off with, um, tell us about your website and, uh, you know, if people wanted to read about your travels and how can they contact you and maybe ask you some questions and follow your journey. Absolutely. Yes, my my website has a very long name so far. I have to I have to maybe one day I will change. But the name of my website is to be where there's life. It was actually the spirit that I left that I I had when I left Italy it was just to see how life was around the world. So the the website is called to be where there's life dot uh, com. Uh, in the website, I'm uh, writing uh, about different countries that I that I go about different experiences when I feel like uh, sharing about a special experience or place that I have seen and uh, I have a contact form on my website I have a link on my Facebook and I'm very very happy to answer all the questions about places that I have been or to give any advice about countries about um, how long to go where to go and um, what kind of clothes to bring and <laughs> all of that so, uh, you know, uh, make sure you connect with Jacob. I'll actually have the link below if you're watching this on YouTube. So it'll be on the YouTube description. If you're listening to this on iTunes, it'll be actually on the show notes. Uh, so thanks again, Jacob. You're in one of the most beautiful cities in the world, one of my favorite cities in the world. I actually spent three years of my life there studying at Hillsong and living uh, there and interacting with Australians, traveling around the whole perimeter. An absolutely amazing city, amazing country, and an amazing continent. So I wish you the best over there in Sydney, Australia. Thank you very much, and all the best for you and your trip. Thanks, uh, thanks to you too. Um, so thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery. And if you have any questions, make sure you reach out to Jacob. If you have any questions for me, reach out to me. We're, we're, as you can tell by all of these interviews, all the travelers who have done it are willing to help out and support people who are just thinking of doing it. Uh, so thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world.